Hey, it's Greg Allen from the Electrician Success Academy. Did you know that the Academy Mastermind has its own private podcast? It makes it super easy for you to consume the video content with single sign-on linkage to the videos if you need to go and watch the video in our training platform. It has been one of the biggest changes that we've made in the Academy Mastermind and has helped propel electrical businesses forward from all over the world. doesn't matter where you are, these principles are universal and can help you do better in business. If you want a free 30-minute business strategy session, head over to the link in the show notes and book in your free strategy session today with one of our success managers. We look forward to seeing you there. Hey everyone, we're here today with John Templeton. He's a high-performance mindset coach. I'm super excited because we're going to be having a high-end conversation just about anything that comes up today and, and everything that John's been learning and all the people he's been talking with over the last couple of years and especially through this period as well. So thanks so much for joining us, John. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about you, man. Like, where, where's, what's your story? Where did you get to you are today? Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll start from today and then maybe go back. And that should give people some context to, like, what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, I, I'm a coach. I'm a coach in the mindset space. And I help people from all walks of life perform higher. So let me give you some examples. I worked with the Special Forces. Um, that was when my coaching first started, that I was in the military and, and then I worked with the Special Forces and I left from there. I've worked with celebrities, you know, like world famous celebrities that you will know for sure. Um, professional football teams, Olympic athletes, and it's literally diving in for them to perform better. And so for anyone watching, like whatever you're doing now, let me tell you this, like your performance, your success in your career and your relationship and anything, your health is going to come down to your mindset. And I realized that when I was training athletes, I was physical training them. And I was like, I was like, the reason they're not performing, it's not the training program. It's not the equipment. It's what's going on in between their ears. And that's when I decided to be like, I'm going to study the mind. And so I, I studied hypnotherapy, neurolinguistic programming, and a few other things as well. Um, meditation, I got into meditation at a very deep level. And I started to get even better results with the people I worked with um, fitness-wise just by changing their mindset. And so I realized that, you know, the whole world needs this. It doesn't matter if you're an electrician or, you know, you're the queen of England. Shift the mindset, the life, the results shift with it. Yeah, totally, man. Fully, fully believe in everything you just said there. Um, so tell us a, a little bit about uh, what you're doing at the moment through this period to help people in their mindset. There's obviously a lot of fear. There's a lot of you know um, anxiety happening at the moment. So mindset here is where we've got to stay strong. So what are some things that you're doing at the moment? Yeah, so for my clients, I'll be honest, a lot of my clients are high functioning. So they're not going into fear. Because they've been doing this. So my membership program is 12 months long. And so I've been working with, with people for quite a while. So they're not going into fear naturally. Naturally, people that are high functioning are, are looking at this as an opportunity to grow, to become more, to learn a new skill. And that's really the difference between someone who's going to make you know, the most out of this and someone who's going to let this beat them. And if we look one step further, it's like all this is is another, another obstacle it's no different. The scale's bigger, but it's no different to, you know, trying a new business venture that fails and you lose your money. Like it's no different. 
it's just the media is blowing this whole thing up way bigger than it needs to be and people are freaking out so there's a principle behind every successful failure and going into a fear response by principle is not effective it's not an effective way to to be in your your, your relationship or your marriage it's not an effective way to do business it's not it, it's naturally unhealthy because fear it, cortisol drops into your body which causes literally your cells to contract and there'll be less oxygenation in your cells and you're literally going to start killing organs in your body by being in a fair state so the principle the underlying principle is is one of courage one of opportunity one of optimism versus one of pessimism one of fear one of doubt and so if any of my crew shift into that fear response, which no one has yet, but I imagine a lot of people are, it's it's a level of consciousness within the mind. It's our ability to zoom out, zoom right out and go like in five years, is what's causing me fear now going to be a problem? And the answer is no. And it's like, well, cool. Let's get through today. Let's. I would say the key words to anybody who's experiencing fear is let go. Let go because the fear is a response to an expectation. It's like it shouldn't be this way or I shouldn't have been fired or, you know, I should have more money or, you know, I can't afford to to feed people. If you're not going to die and you're not, then let go of whatever expectation is causing you to react and be triggered in this way. And, yes, your quality of life might drop. Let go of the expectation that that it should be any different. You know, being in the military helped me a lot because I can live in a bush, in the dirt. I can eat one meal a day of baked beans and like, that's okay. I'm okay with that life. If all of my wealth got taken from me now, it's like, that's okay. And so I think the ability to, to let go of all expectations, to, to let go of our self-identity, to let go of an image of who we think we are and that we deserve better just let it all go and you'll start to feel much better inside yourself. That would be, that would be the first thing. Yeah. So I, I personally know when I let go of things that I'm thinking I need to be in the future or who I need to become, that's when I feel, you know, at peace and I actually perform better as well. Um, so yeah, totally resonate with that. So tell us a little bit, how did you get into this? Like what, you know, wait, let's go right back to maybe, high school or whenever you feel like that was the time that's the trigger point. So I'm going to be a high performer. I'm going to function better than ever. I'm going to beat that person. I'm going to be beat myself. I'm going to, you know, mm. keep pushing. I'm not going to let myself stay stagnant. What got you into that? What's some things that um, you feel like? Yeah, for sure. I can, I can nail this. So like <laughs> we, as we grow up between the age of about two and two and seven, we're in what's called an imprinting phase. It's when our brain is in a theta brainwave, which absorbs. So before that, we're in a delta brainwave, which is like unconscious. We're sleeping mainly, as you know, like a toddler. And then we go into this theta brainwave. And during that time, people's personalities are formed by how they received love or how they were accepted. And even as you get older and go through school, a lot of people will behave in order to become accepted. And so for me, when I was younger, I played football and I was good. And anytime I, I built something or anytime I succeeded at sport, I got my parents' love. Now, to, to contrast that, some people are loved and respected by their parents when they're quiet. You know, be quiet. Dad's busy. Mum's busy. Okay. Or 
whatever way you were rewarded, that's probably a better word, whatever way you were rewarded taught you a personality trait. And so I became a high achiever young. I didn't realize it then, but I just naturally, to get loved, to get accepted, it was like I had to win. I had to be better than. And that carried on that carried on through through sports and also when i you know when i was around 13 i got involved with the drugs and even alcohol uh, scene and even then <clears throat> i wanted to be the best so i would try and take more drugs than someone else i would try and drink more than someone else i had to be the guy that would do an all-nighter you know when everyone else was getting tired it would be like weakness i'll keep going you know <laughs> and that personality trait has never really left through the military. It was the same thing that drove me, I, you know, a course. I would be on a course, first aid course, and you were graded. And I remember, like, I just wanted to be the best. I wanted to be number one on my navigation course, number one, on my reconnaissance course, number one. Um, and then in sports, I started bodybuilding and I won New Zealand Nationals, um, CrossFit, I didn't win actually at CrossFit, but I competed at an extremely high level. Uh, and then I went on to set a Guinness World Record. So it's always been winning. It's been a value of mine. So I don't know if anyone listening understands how values are formed, what they are, how they affect your decision-making and your personality. But winning was a value for me. Competition was a value for me. Um, and because I just, it was so important to me to win, it, it, it fired up intensity within myself it's so weird to feel like I'm talking to myself here. So I'll, I'll share a story about me and we can see how obvious it is that we're pretty much the same person. So, um, so I, I agree with the same thing. Like my parents, I was born 10 years after my youngest sister. My eldest sister's 18 years, so I've got four siblings. So I was 10, 11, 15 and 18 years older than me. So when I was born 10 years after my youngest, Mum used to say in front of me to her friends and people she met, he's like, he's born for a reason, he's born for a reason. So in my head, I was like, I have to win. I have to be the best at everything. So I was, I was the same thing, man. Like everything I did, I had to win. And when I was in year six, I remember coming fourth in my swimming race. And I said, oh, why did I come fourth? And she said, if you want to win, you're going to have to train all the time. And so I went and trained three days a week all year through year six and came back in year seven, won every swimming race in school in into school and then uh and then all the running races and every every race after that so i trained my body in year six to be less high performer um yeah but same thing with the drugs and alcohol <laughs> so i had to just be i had to be at the best of that and i had to be best at you know everything i had to do but and that's why you're, that's why you're leading now that's why you've got this you know this podcast this interview because you're a high achiever you want to keep growing and this is this is how you're doing it now yeah, man. So, yeah, excited to be talking to you. 